service. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about my Tacova's cowboy boots. I picked them up while I was in Austin, Texas. I had this event I had to go to that night. It was a formal thing. I had this idea of what I was going to wear, but I needed the one extra thing. And I was like, aha, Tacovas. There's a Tacovas here in Austin. The dudes who worked at the store were great. I found the exact boot I was looking for. This boot is called the Dylan. I got it in midnight black. I wore them to this formal event. I had on a suit. And then tonight, I'm going to wear them with jeans to my son's baseball game. These things are amazing cowboy boots. They're super comfortable, and I can tell already that they're going to last for a long time. A couple things you can do here to check out Tacovis. If you can, stop by your local Tacovis store. Have a complimentary drink or two. The experience is awesome. You can shop all the new styles. You're going to smell that fresh leather in the store. The friendly staff are going to be at your service. They're going to take care of you. They're going to make you feel like a rock star. A lot of the Tacova stores have these leather custom branding services to make your boots truly personalized. They put on regular live music and events. It's an awesome in-store experience. So if you have the opportunity to check out a Tacova store, I highly recommend it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges. And they ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Disgraceland is brought to you by Disgraceland All Access. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow discos. Visit disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. Hey guys, thanks for checking out this bonus episode. Before we get into it, I wanted to fill you in on all the great content we've got for you this week here in Disgraceland. We have a brand new episode on Serge Gainsbourg over in the Badlands feed. Check out a new episode on NBA star Lorenzen Wright, and that's on the Sportsland side of the Badlands tracks. And over in the feed for our new show for kids and families, Musicland Stories, we have a brand new episode, episode six, that is ready for you to check out. All right, let's get into it. Hey, discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? Just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party.
Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we are talking about, among other things, Serge Gainsbourg, Madonna, and of course, your voicemails, texts, DMs, and more. And as always, a whole lot of rosy. All right, Disco's, let's get into it. This week in Disgraceland, come with me, come, 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 as we travel over to Paris, France, in the late 1960s, when Serge Gainsbourg, the enfant terrible, is that how you say that? Terrible? How do you say terrible in French? The, the bad guy, the bad, the bad, the bad boy of French pop, okay? That's not what they called him. That's what I'm calling him here, because I'm kind of brain dead right now. I've been writing all day, and I can't think of anything clever to say about Serge Gainsbourg. But Serge Gainsbourg, a very clever dude on his own, okay? Serge Gainsbourg, great songwriter, but, you know, a lot of controversy. Carried out a very illicit and very passionate love affair with Bridget Bardot, who, at the time, was the preeminent sex symbol in the world on the planet. Together, Serge and Bridget made great fucking music, as we like to say. Some of the strangest music, too. (laughs) It sounds like, still to this day, it sounds like it came from another galaxy. Uh, One of their duets, uh, their classic duet, Bonnie and Clyde, amazing song. Uh, It's a song, of course, inspired by the infamous American outlaws back during the Great Depression, just like Serge and Bridget or Brigitte were outlaws uh, decades later. What's really fun about this episode from our perspective is that we use this song, uh, we use this duet from Serge Gainsbourg and Bridget Bardot and their whole forbidden love affair to tell the story of the real life Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, So it's kind of like you're getting two stories in one. It's kind of the same setup as we did the Derek and the Dominoes Eric Clapton episode. Um, This one though, it's, it's got a lot more in it, if I'm being honest. Romance, lust, true crime, Notorious Outlaws, Doomed Lovers. You don't have to be a fan of Serge Gainsbourg to get into this episode, but you will be a fan of Serge Gainsbourg afterward if you give his music a shot. If you've never heard of him, if you're like, who the hell is this guy? I don't give a shit about French pop stars, French crooners. Doesn't matter. You're going to get into this guy. Hugely influential on American music as well, especially American indie music, alternative music. Uh, If you like Beck, Beck was massively influenced by Serge Gainsbourg, particularly the great Beck record, Sea Change. Uh, That record is uh, just very, very directly influenced by Serge Gainsbourg's album, uh, History de Melody Nelson. You listen to both these records back to back and you can really hear what I'm talking about. So if you've never heard Serge Gainsbourg, like I said, check him out and let me know what you think. 617-906-6638. If you have heard Serge Gainsbourg, hit me up. 617-906-6638 and let me know uh, what your favorite Serge music is. There's a lot of different phases. The early stuff is much different than the mid-period stuff, which is much different from the later stuff. He had a long, long, long career. Uh, and, you know, if you just want to let me know what you thought of this episode creatively, the swing we took at it, how we went at it, get at me, okay? 617 906 Six, three, eight. Let's talk about it. 
This Serge Gainsbourg episode, it marks the start of our new episodes for 2024. Uh, we've got a bunch of new stuff coming your way over the coming month, lots from the from the world of music. And then after that, in February, we're going to start to broaden our scope here in the Disgraceland feed like we've been discussing. I'll have more on that soon. But before that, before all that, tomorrow, we've got to rewind what we're calling our rewind release from our archive on Madonna. Just to put it in your head, what we're doing here, if you're looking at the feed and i know there's been a lot of turmoil over the feed in the last year i think what's going to happen this year the way we're going to roll it out every week tuesdays full episode thursdays bonus episode like we're doing we're going to keep doing on fridays these rewind episodes we're going to keep bringing back episodes from the archive because here's what's happening not only are there a lot of new listeners who have no idea what's in the archive i'm talking to some of you guys on instagram some of you guys on on x and it's dawning on me that even newer, new-ish listeners, like from the last year, who didn't start with us way, way, way back in the beginning, like a lot of you guys did, you're asking me for episodes that we've already produced. People are asking me for Guns N' Roses episodes, Johnny Cash episode. Uh, I can't remember what the last one I did. And, and I'm like, hey, we did that. <laughs> it's there. It's available. It's ready for you. So I think we're going to start, you know, we're going to continue, I should say, releasing these archive rewind episodes on Fridays, bubbling them back up in your feed. So you got them there. If you heard them before, you can re-listen to them. Okay. This isn't a chat podcast. Obviously, this is a scripted, heavily sound designed and dramatic type of show. So you can re-listen to these, but that's not the point. We're just trying to get the folks who are new or new-ish to hear all the, the, the 130 plus full episodes that we've created. So many. Um, and I realized over the last couple of weeks, I got to do a better job of resurfacing those so that I can bring everybody back into the archive. So that's what we'll be doing. Tuesdays, full episodes. Thursdays, bonus episodes. Fridays, we're going to stay on this rewind episode train. All right, there you go. This Friday, Madonna, one of my favorite artists of all time. That's right. I said it, Madonna. Okay. Love her. Love her. And when I say her, I'm talking about 80s, 90s Madonna, okay? I didn't go, uh, you know, 2000s, I was I was out. I was out, and I'm kind of out now, I guess. But for a period of time, Madonna, like most young men my age at the time, uh, captivated my imagination, I should say. We'll leave it at that. Borderline, too. Whew, one of my favorite songs. You guys know this. 617-906-6638. Your favorite era Madonna, let me know. Your favorite Madonna tune, your favorite Madonna video, let me know, okay? I want to hear it. I want to hear it from you guys. Quick story on Madonna. I don't know if this is true. I like to believe it's true. It was told to me by multiple people. Uh, I'm sure there are, are some of you out there from the from the hardcore scene who are going to hear this story and you're going to be able to verify it for me, uh, or or tell me that I'm that I'm totally wrong and that I got it wrong. Here's the deal: there was a hardcore band called Ignite, still is, I believe. I think they still might even play uh, Southern California. And my band, Cast Iron Hike, toured with these guys. They were a notorious, notorious band. Uh, we were warned up and down before we went on tour with them of uh, how to deal with these guys. They were older than us. They were nastier than us. They were crazier than us. And uh, those warnings, uh, they were, they were, <laughs> they came with good reason. They were well intended. Uh, Ignite were everything, uh, you know, off stage that we were told they were. A bunch of good guys as well. But one of the guys, the guitar player. His name escapes me at the moment, and this is a long, long time ago. Really good-looking dude, and he did some modeling. And uh, <laughs> the rumor on him was that he was in a Madonna video. 
And uh, this is the story I got from, I believe, from him firsthand. And again, a lot of you from the hardcore scene are going to know this story, so let me know. Apparently, he goes in to audition for this Madonna video as a as a backup, like a dancer. like. And I can't remember. I think it was the Express Yourself video. I could be wrong. But something in that era. So he goes in with his buddy. And of course, everyone's going in, and they're all like, you know, they're all doing dance moves and these choreographed things that they've worked up to kind of impress Madonna. And this guy goes in there with his buddy and they're these two hardcore kids, but they're good looking, you know? And they just like take their shirts off and start fucking slam dancing in front of Madonna in the audition. And of course, got the audition and they're in the video. Thought that was very cool. Uh, if anyone knows that can fill in the gaps there for the story, hit me up. If anyone knows who I'm talking about, hit him up. Uh, it's been a long time. And, uh, you know, just thought I'd share that. That's my Madonna story. It's not even mine. It's somebody else's, but I thought you might like that. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Going to answer some emails. Going to answer some voicemails. Going to answer some texts. Can't wait to talk to y'all. Hey, are you guys proud dog owners like I am? You ever wonder why so many dogs are suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, you know Katherine Heigl from Knocked Up, she's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation. And she says that she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, Katherine feels that there's one place that we can all look to improve our dog's health, and that is their food. Many dog foods can actually create toxins that can be wrecking our dog's health. Okay, and this is true even for many of the premium dog food brands. However, by just adding a few special superfoods to our dog's diets, we can see huge transformations in their health. Katzen Heigl has already done this. She's made a video about it. You guys need to watch this video. It's a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step -step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for my dog, Dusty. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin, uh, healthier coat. Dusty's coat looks fantastic. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash disgraceland and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash disgraceland. Hey, Discos, it's Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to Disgraceland. Your support truly means a lot to me, and it's because of you that my team and I are able to make this show. If you want more Disgraceland, if you want more regular interactions with me and the community of Disgraceland listeners, or if you simply want to listen to the show ad-free, go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. For just five bucks a month, you can listen to every episode of Disgraceland ad-free. Plus, you'll get one brand new exclusive episode every month. You'll also get weekly unscripted bonus content, special audio collections, and early access to merch and events. There are two ways that you can support the show and become a member at disgracelandpod.com slash membership. You can sign up using Patreon and listen to the show ad-free on Apple, Spotify, and most other major podcast platforms. And Patreon members also get access to all the other perks of membership in an always-on chat where I'll be interacting with you and diving deeper into the world of Disgraceland. But maybe you're currently an Apple Podcast subscription listener and you want to just tap into all the bonus audio content and ad-free listening that we're offering. We're also offering this membership as a premium channel on Apple Podcasts. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks 
or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland All Access by visiting DisgracelandPod.com slash membership. All right, we are back. Let's talk. Got this email here. You guys, you can email me, disgracelandpod at gmail.com. This one comes from Marku Lenkamaki. If I'm saying that wrong, Marku, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I apologize. Uh, Marku goes on to write, Hey, Jake, I've been a big fan of your podcast for a few years now, and I've listened to every episode. I'd like to hear an episode on country outlaw Steve Earle. He's lived a hard life, been to prison, and even been compared to Hanoi Jane. I also have a TV show and movie suggestion for you that you should check out. The series is called From, and it's on Paramount. And the movie is the older one called Frailty with Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey. Keep up the great work, Marku. Uh, Marku, so check it out. I'm definitely doing a Steve Earle episode at some point. I love Steve Earle. I was listening to him the other day, as a matter of fact, Harlem River Blues. I was also listening to uh, I Feel All Right, which is from the, uh, the mid-90s, early 90s. Guitar Town, Steve Earle's first record, is a perfect record in my estimation, even with the production that I don't love. That's how good the songs are, that I think I still think the album's perfect. How can it be perfect if I'm criticizing the production? I don't know. I just feel like saying that. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about. I really don't know. I'm full of shit, just like everyone else. But I love Steve Earle, and I've met Steve Earle a couple different times, and I'm in a storytelling mood, as you can tell from the Ignite story earlier on, so I'll tell you this story. Steve Earle was... One of my favorite singer-songwriters when I was making music. He was the model for the record that I was trying to make with my band, The Confidence Men, at one point in time. Uh, Guitar Town, like I said, was the model, I should say. Not Steve Earle. And uh, Steve and I, Steve had a, a fellow that he worked with when he got out of prison named Jack Emerson, who started a record label called E Squared, who I started working with as well. Uh, not on E Squared, on an imprint of Warner Brothers at the time that Jack had started called uh, Jack of Hearts. So uh, uh, very unfortunately, uh, Mr. Jack Emerson died. He died young while we were in the process of working with each other. And of course, uh, I went down to Nashville and I played at his uh, going away party, for lack of a better word. His memorial was at this club, uh, the Exit Inn, uh, Steve Earle, Jason and the Scorchers, John Hyatt, Billy Joe Shaver, all these artists who Jack had worked with were playing, and me. <laughs> and uh, it felt a lot like like being at a somebody else's high school reunion. But I got up there and I played and uh, had a lot of fun. I think I did a great job, uh, if I do say so myself. Uh, but I met Steve Earle that night for the first time. And uh, I do remember uh, Warren from Jason and the Scorchers being very, very kind to me and making sure that uh, I felt all right, pun intended, backstage without knowing many people there. And uh, yeah, I don't know, that memory just came to me. Second time I met Steve Earle, however, was backstage at Carnegie Hall. And I was there for David Burns' birthday. And uh, he lost, Steve Earle had lost his... Uh, mandolin and I found it for him and I gave it to him and I made him smile and I didn't say anything I wasn't like hey man big fan nothing just you know did the guy solid went on my way those are my Steve Earle stories but I love Steve Earle and I you know frankly I don't know much about those sort of lost prison guns and roses years but I'm gonna get into it all right great email appreciate it I'll shut up for a minute let's hear what you guys have to say okay this one comes from Sharon Rahoche Rahoche uh, 
I'm not sure how to pronounce your last name, Sharon, but I appreciate your email. Email says, hey, Jake, Terry Kaith, founding member of the Chicago Transit Authority, a.k.a. Chicago, groundbreaking rock jazz fusion band from the early 70s till present. Terry was suicidal on drugs and said if he didn't get off the stuff, it would kill him. And he had a gun collection in one day while playing with his pistol, supposedly unloaded. Oof, spun the barrel. Put it, ah, I'm not going to go on. But needless to say, looks like there might be a Chicago episode coming your way soon. Great suggestion. Appreciate that. Todd Heath writes in, hey, if you're going to consider making episodes on wrestlers, you should do one on Chris Benoit. He was a great wrestler who also murdered his wife and son. Brutal. Brutal. Um, yeah, perhaps we will get into that. Dark. Dark. I know we deal in the darkness, but today, you know what? Ah, it's just, I, I don't feel, I don't feel the darkness. The sun is shining. It's beautiful out. The darkness is hitting me a little, a little harder today for some reason. Let's do some voicemails and texts from you guys. How about that? All right, let's check out this voicemail from the 540. Mr. Brennan, how are you doing this morning? It's uh, 524 in the morning, headed to work. Just wanted to throw it back out there. Um, again, Jack Dempsey, Jack Dempsey, Jack Dempsey, and more Jack Dempsey. That's a good, good episode. That'd be a great episode. Deuces, dude. All right, 540, Jack Dempsey, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. We'll look into it. All right, let's check out this voicemail from the 904. Hey, Jake, what's up? This is Barry from the 904. He's kind of a piece of shit. Not kind of, but David Allen Coe, I'm sure not the first person who's brought him up, but um, even up until here recently, he got into a car crash down in Florida, like killed himself, but... uh yeah, it would be uh, interesting to hear your take on uh, David Allen Coe and the many personalities and lives of. Um, look forward to Scott Weiland and uh, yeah, the upcoming season. Just listen to the after party. William F. Burroughs. Oh, that shit sounds good to me, man. Just keep it up. No matter what you call it, a disgrace is a disgrace. Rock and Thanks, dude. David Allen Coe, you know, this has been requested since way, 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 way back. And uh, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about it because I, I don't even know how to talk about it. I don't know much about David Allen Coe, but I know some of the stuff that he got up to and I know some of the things that he said and did. And uh, I don't really have a take yet. Not to say that I won't at some point. I appreciate you bringing it up. Um, and you're, you're kind of motivating me to look into this a little bit more and see if I can figure something out. All right, let's check out this one from the 203. And this here herein lies the point I was trying to make earlier about uh, the Rewind episodes and the archive we have. Check this out. This is from the 203. This is John from the 203. How about an episode on Spade Cooley? He was a country music sensation, fiddle player, had his own big band and his own television show. He beat his wife to death with his own bare hands in front of his three children. He even has a star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Thanks, man. So, 203, what I say about darkness, huh? I can't escape it today. But listen, this is the point I was making earlier in that earlier block. We we have an episode on Spade Cooley from the first season, first second season of Disgraceland, I believe. Uh, it's in the archive. You can hear it now. And uh, I will let you know that after I wrote that episode, it, the darkness was so, so intense. I had to take like a two, three week break from researching and writing. <laughs> so check that out. 617-906-6638. Get at me, guys. Let me know who you want to hear me write about 
talk about in the new year. Got a lot planned for you. Got a lot of texts here. Haven't responded to texts in a while. Let's check these out. This one from the 612. Hey, Jake. Hey, Stevie Ray Vaughan would be a great listen. It would. Stevie Ray Vaughan's always a great listen, 612. Come on, man. We'll get into Stevie at some point. 617 writes in, Hey, Jake, it's Johnny Vinyl, John McNeely. Been a little bit behind on my Disgraceland episodes. Uh, which one did you shout me out on? <laughs> I don't remember, Johnny. Uh, if you haven't, check it out. I'm reading Getty Lee's in his chapter, Getty Lee's book in his chapter on his parents surviving the Holocaust. It was jaw-dripping, so gritty and detailed. Put it in there because he said, it's important to know the stories behind what shapes a person, and in this case, uh, the musician. Johnny, you're so right. Getty Lee is so right. And I think that's the whole reason we're here, isn't it? See what shaped the musicians, all right? 919 writes in, hey, Jake, some musician stories to tell. Uh, maybe, if you haven't told them already. <laughs> Dave from Depeche Mode, Randy from Lamb of God, Shannon from Blind Melon, Trent Reznor, Rick Rubin. Those are all great, and you are definitely getting into them at some point. Uh, I would say of the ones you mentioned there, 919, the Depeche Mode and the Blind Melon ones get... Uh, suggested the most. So those will probably be coming first. 603 just writes in Sam Kinison. And 603, I think you're right. I think that's a great fucking idea. Paging Zeth Lundy. Hey, Jake, Kristen from the 618, but formerly the 573. Listening to your latest bonus episode, wasn't sure if you'd ever considered creating an episode on Dave Letterman. Whoo! I haven't considered that. And I was big into Letterman at the time of that scandal. Um... I don't know. I don't know how I would handle that one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's go to the 513. Hey, Jake, Becky here from the 513. Listening today to movie recommendations for kids. I myself am a Gen X mother. My son is 30 now. I couldn't wait for him to grow up and like the same movies and music as me. And it happened. What a cool feeling it was. And this is in response to um, me asking you guys how to sort of bring our kids along into some of the more explicit content that we're into uh, without shielding them. And Becky's got some great recommendations here. A lot of them are movie recommendations, and I think I'll get into those in the rap party that I'm going to record tomorrow. 604 writes in, hey, thanks for helping with the dishes, Jake, <laughs> and sends a picture of himself doing them dishes. You got it, man. You might want to put on some pants. Looks like you're in a towel, so that, that's good. 505 writes in, Hey, Jake, my suggestion for an episode of Disgraceland is the artist Banksy. Aside from graffiti, hey, this is the second Banksy uh, recommendation that I've received in the past couple weeks. I'm not going to read any further because I don't want to repeat myself, but uh, sounds like we might be onto a Banksy episode at some point. <clears throat> Massive attack. Uh, what else we got here? 423 writes in, Is there anything pod-worthy about Marilyn Manson? <laughs> He seems like a creepy dude. Of course there is. And we're going to do that one this year. Just waiting. Waiting for the dust to settle, as they say. 412, ELP, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Really? Emerson, Lake, and Palmer? What? I don't know. 617-906-6638. Keep the recommendations coming, guys. I'm going to take a quick break. Back in flash. All right, we are back, and this is the recommendations part, the part of the show where we recommend the things that are worth recommending, the recommendations part. Guys, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this last time we talked on either the after party or the rap party, 
but I watched a great Parker Posey movie. Uh, I think I mentioned it, and it reminds it reminds me of of what's coming up in the feed here. Uh, Party Girl, great New York '90s movie. It's filmed at the exact moment in history when I started going to Manhattan with my band to play shows. Uh, it's like nineteen. 95 96 it's just it's just it just looks and feels so great it's it's the new york that i first like i said started going to and fell in love with and i was lucky enough that new york still had a lot of danger to it it was still a lot less dangerous than it was 10 years prior but it was a much different animal than what it became in the 2000s and what it is now. And it's all captured in that film in a way that really, uh, really brings me back. And it reminds me, you know, Madonna is one of the great, I know she's not from New York. I know she's from Michigan, but she definitely, her career started in New York and she is a great New York character. And I really tried to nail that in the Madonna episode. And I remember when I wrote the episode, I specifically wanted to spend... Um, a good amount of brain energy. And I didn't really realize how much time it would end up being in the episode on the song Borderline, which if you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm obsessed with that song. And uh, I wrote at the time, this is what I wrote at the time about Madonna and Borderline. Madonna immersed herself in the growing dance club scene of the early 80s in Manhattan in club culture, a culture that celebrated and flaunted sex, was as big an influence on Madonna as downtown punk. Her sexuality was hers to play with, and she was unafraid to share it with the world. All of this is on display in her first single to hit the Billboard US Top 10, Borderline. It's hard for me to explain the greatness and appeal of Madonna's Borderline. The opening notes on the electric piano gut me every time I hear them. It's a simple, childlike sound, a melancholic melody that looks back to the 70s, and then the beat comes in, and all of a sudden you're in a new decade onto something fresh, fully committed to the promise of the unknown. The feeling is similar to the beginnings of any great relationship. You feel comfortable and safe, while at the same time excited about where it's all going. The single was Madonna's first big come on, her flirtatious glance across the bar, her nonchalant bump on the dance floor. It was electric, the casual touch from her hand, pushing it, the whisper in your ear, keep pushing it and the mischievous laugh, heart melting, the smile, the pout, the abandon, the control, a total turn-on. Madonna had made a pass at America, and America was smitten. I love that fucking song. <laughs> Can you tell? It's so good. It's so, 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 so good. And I love this Madonna episode, and I hope you guys do as well. Check it out. It's coming up in your feeds this Friday. Hit me up, 617-906-6638. Let me know what you think about it. You can also hit me on Instagram, at DisgraceLandPod, Twitter, X, YouTube, TikTok, at DisgraceLandPod. I want to read you guys this DM I got on Instagram. Um, and the listener asked that she not be mentioned by name, and she sent in some pictures too. Uh, but we released a Sharon Stone episode recently and, uh, in the Badlands feed. And that's what this is in relation to, but this listener writes to me a lot about, uh, the Disgraceland episodes as well. And, uh, she's great. And, uh, <clears throat> I get why she doesn't want her name mentioned, but I want to read this to you anyways. And apologies now, if you listen to the rap party this week and you hear this there too, cause I'm going to, I'm going to double dip and read it over there too. Cause the, 
I'm just so jazzed by this message. Hey, Jake, happy 2024. Well, I sometimes I feel like you've read my diary when it comes to your shows. My connections to Scorsese, Bjork, Jane's Addiction were all tangential. But today you hit home. Hit home, all caps. She goes on to say, the summer I graduated from college, I acted in my university's summer theater program. I met an up-and-coming actress from Los Angeles, and we became fast friends. She encouraged me to move out to L.A. instead of New York City, which was my plan. And I did just that, and she helped me out when I got there. Her career was taking off, and she got me extra work on three of her films, the first of which was Basic Instinct. If you haven't already guessed, it was Sharon Stone. I was privy to a lot of the goings-on and know all about the day she shot the interrogation scene. I sat behind her at the premiere and heard her gasp when she first saw it. Uh, the listener sends in these pictures. They're so great. I wish I could share them with you. They're from 1990 and they're candids of her with Sharon Stone in her kitchen. <laughs> Which, as you can imagine, candids of Sharon Stone in 1990 are pretty fucking compelling. Um, myself, Sharon, and my ex at a New Year's Eve party in 92, and that year she helped me get, me get me a small role in Sliver that ended up on the cutting room floor. Oh, well. I'm sharing this with you because I know you'll appreciate it and you can share on the show, but please don't use my name. You got it. I just wanted to, uh, wanted to share that because we try really hard here at Disgraceland and Badlands, we're all the same crew, to, to, to toe the line between, you know, what we find in our research, what happened, and and how to turn that into something that's that's that adheres to the truth of the story but is also entertaining and when we hear from people who were there in the moment and let us know uh that we're that we're on the right track it just uh it's really validating and um i don't know i felt like that would be a good share with you guys so so there you go uh apologize for any um if that's perceived as self-aggrandizing or anything like that that's not the point i just you know i'm like everyone i get psyched by bold face names and and uh candid photos of sharon stone can't help me. All right, I can take a quick break. 617-906-6638. Voicemail, text. Hit me up with anything that's on your mind. At Disgraceland Pod on Instagram, on X, on YouTube, on TikTok. Back in a flash. All right, welcome back again, 617-906-6638. That's the number. You can hit me up at Disgraceland Pod, like we said, on Instagram, X, Facebook, YouTube, wherever, TikTok. And uh, let's just recap this, all right? Right now, number one, in your feed, a brand new episode on Serge Gainsbourg. Number two, coming tomorrow, a rewind episode on Madonna. Number three, over in the Badlands feed, we've got a new episode on Lawrence and Wright. Number four, next week in the Disgraceland feed, a brand new episode on Stu Sutcliffe, aka chapter nine of our Beatles saga. Number five, my number, 617-906-6638. Call me on the telephone or text me. Number six, remember, no one cares about the music you love more than you do and well that's a disgrace okay for my moment of bliss in honor of this week's episode specifically bonnie and clyde who met their fate on a road in louisiana me reading you the phone book from covington louisiana circa 1959 keller tp junior 1184-w kelly priscilla 526-w kelso Oren. 1062-W Kelt Gino 1544 
Kendall, RJ, 819-84, Kennedy, Selden, 3133, Kenny, Henry, 134-R, Kensel, D, 798-M, King, Kirsch, Mrs. March, 203-84, Keith, Quit talking and start mixing. Cut it.